Hello, podcast friends. This is Angelisa Chandler, Biblical Counselor and Care Ministry Associate at New Vision Baptist Church. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you are enjoying the book of 1 Timothy, and I hope that you've been reading along as we've um, gone through verse by verse, just reading this awesome letter um, from Paul, the mentor, to his mentee, Timothy, really just charging him and giving him encouragement on how to live out um, the faith that he has been mentoring and uh, mentoring him this whole time. We find ourselves in the very last chapter of Timothy today. So we will be in 1 Timothy chapter 6, and we'll read verses 11 through 16 together. I will read the entire passage um, on its own, and then we'll break it down, and we'll have a takeaway on what we can learn today from Scripture. So if you will, if you guys will turn your Bible to 1 Timothy chapter 6, we'll dive in verses 11 through 16. I will be reading from the NIV. But you, man of God... Flee from all this and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you were made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. In the sight of God, who gives life to everything, and of Christ Jesus, who, while testifying before Pontius Pilate, made the good confession, I charge you to keep this command without spot or blame until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which God will bring about in his own time. God, the blessed and only ruler, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, who alone is immortal and who lives in unapproachable light, whom no one has seen or can see. To him be honor and might forever. Amen. All right, so this is Paul's charge to Timothy. And what was he saying prior? Because it starts by saying, but you. So he's talking about um, what we talked about yesterday. So yesterday, um, we were reading in the first part of chapter six, how Paul was warning Timothy about wealth and riches, and how this gives false security, and how many people fall into the trap of loving just riches and stuff, things that are just earthly pleasures. So he begins this section by reminding Timothy to be different. Instead of pride, which that's what happens when we celebrate riches and things of the earth, um, but instead of the pride um, and seeking earthly treasures, Paul encourages Timothy and us to pursue something contrary to this. He says to pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Paul knows this is going to be really hard. So he tells him to fight the good fight of faith. Paul was reminding Timothy that he was drafted into this war when he made his confession to Christ. So God called him into his army. And when we receive this calling, we choose to step into his command. This means that when war comes, Soldiers must endure. They must fight for the bigger cause of the commander. Sometimes people think that becoming a Christ follower just means that we now have access to blessings, to answered prayers, and God will just be at our beck and call and be there when we need him. But actually following Christ means that we are choosing to join his army. And in the difficult circumstances, he calls us to endure by following his commands This sometimes means doing difficult things. When soldiers go to war, sometimes they're wounded. Sometimes they have to be in really difficult and hard places. And 
that means he's calling us to those places as well. So what does this mean to pursue these things? Well, this is what he's calling us to do. He said, pursue righteousness. This means giving up things that we desire and or enjoy because they're not honoring to God. He says to have faith. That is fully trusting in God, not in our own way. So this means we must surrender fully to his plans and not our own. He calls us to love. And this means loving unconditionally, even our enemies, even when it hurts. He calls us to love. He calls us to endure. This means to never give up, to always push through knowing that God is in control. He tells us to be gentle. This means to stop using our words for harsh or rude manners. Even when we deal with difficult people, he calls us us to be gentle. Now, how long do we have to pursue these things? It seems like a lot of things that are really difficult to pursue. And Paul tells Timothy, pursue these things until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. That means the whole time that we're waiting for the second coming of Christ. Now, interesting enough that when we become Christ followers, we kind of understand two things about God's grace pretty well. We understand that God gives us so much grace in forgiving us from our past sins, that we understand that our past sins are forgiven and that we can live in freedom from our past. We also understand the hope of the future of God's grace, that he is preparing a place that is free from sin, free from guilt, free from shame, free from pain, free from suffering. And that is an amazing hope, this future grace that we will receive. I think the hardest part for Christians is understanding today's grace. How do we live today in a world of evil and sin and pain? That's a really hard place to be. But this is what Paul is telling Timothy, that in the now, this is an important place to be because this is where the war is. This is where we prepare. And uh, what churches sometimes call the sanctification process, where we get to look more and more like Jesus every day. But how do we do this? How do we live in the now? And how can we do this well? Well, we have to know our commander. We have to know who Jesus is. And Paul is reminding Timothy about his salvation. He's saying, remember who you're following. This is the King of Kings. This is the Lord of Lords. This is the creator of the universe who has already won the fight. If we read the end of the story, we already know that Jesus wins. So we are in a winning battle, but often we live as defeated, don't we? So here is our takeaway. This is what I want you guys to really take away from this. And this is what Paul was encouraging Timothy. Instead of saying, hey, Jesus, what can you do for me? How can you bless me today? Instead, it's already done. Jesus has already blessed you. He has died for you. He has forgiven your sins. He has risen from the dead. And now he is a living for you and interceding for you at the right hand of the Father. So he has already done it for you. So instead we can say, God, how can I live for you today? Our response now is profound worship and obedience as we honor him to fight this good fight of faith. So guys, I just hope this really um, just gives you 
that encouragement this morning that we're in this fight together and you're not alone. We have an army of Christian brother and sisters who side by side, we can encourage each other to look like Jesus every day to pursue righteousness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. I pray this over you guys today, and I pray that you have a wonderful day. Enjoy and be blessed. Bye.